The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. We're glad to have you here with us today. And we also have with us Lieutenant Colonel Rob Waldman, author of Never Fly Alone. We've interviewed many authors who have shared the lessons from their life and career to help people achieve their goals and realize their potential. Each one has provided unique experiences and very valuable tips for success. We've also seen that there are recurring themes and also qualities and strategies that lead to life and career success. Our guest today has written a wonderful book, already a bestseller, that encourages us to lead with courage, build trusting partnerships, and reach new heights in business, career, and life. Let me give a brief uh, background on Lieutenant Colonel Rob Waldman. Uh, Rob, also known as Waldo the Wingman, is a professional leadership speaker and author uh, and a New York Times bestseller, Never Fly a, a Solo. He teaches organizations how to build trusting, revenue-producing relationships with their employees, partners, and customers while sharing his experience as a combat-decorated fighter pilot and businessman. Waldo is a graduate of the U.S. uh, Air Force Academy and also holds an MBA with a focus on organizational behavior. A certified speaking professional, uh, he uh, speaks with clients including many Fortune 500 companies. He's ranked one of the top 40 business leaders in Georgia, and he's been featured on major um, networks as well as business publications. Welcome, Waldo. Great to be here. Well, it's, uh, it's a privilege to have you on our show today. And can you share with us, um, for starters, just how you um, decided to enter the Air Force? Well, I grew up in, in New York from uh, a competitive family. I have an identical twin brother, Dave, and, and uh, an older brother and sister. And one, one of the things my parents, who grew up in, in, in New York City, very, very poor, uh, they were definitely raised old school, and my parents were always, always emphasizing the critical importance of education as an, uh, a foundation for, for success in life. It's something that nobody can ever take away from you, and it's part of earning your wings. And my dad was uh, a maintenance uh, uh, technician at Kennedy Airport in New York City. And he was in the Navy for many years, worked for Lockheed Martin, and, and, and took my brother and I to the uh, Kennedy Airport with him. And long story short, we, I jumped onto the tarmac and smelled the jet fuel and heard the rumble of the jet engines, and, and right then and there I was hooked. Uh, so I wanted to become a pilot, and I just loved the military the more I heard about it from my guidance counselors and other individuals in my high school, the more passionate I became about 
the, the, the Air Force Academy and pursuing a career in the military, mostly because of the challenge and my, my opportunity to step outside my comfort zone and push myself. And uh, Talking about uh, comfort zones, uh, Waldo, how's it feel being in the South after, especially you still have your New York accent? Oh, yes. Well, even, you know, 20-something years away from New York, uh, yeah, I guess you never lose the accent. But I've lived all over in South Carolina and, and Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma. I love the South. There's so many Northeasterners down here anyway in, in Atlanta. I, I feel at home. But, uh, I, you know, th- th- at the end of the day, we're all carved from the same stone. We all want the same things. We may have different accents and, and different uh, likes and dislikes, but we're all basically the same. I, I really, really enjoy it out in the South. Yeah, Rob, we've done about 60 shows so far, and I always, always look forward to having uh, any military veteran come in, and I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, and as a Marine, sir, I appreciate your service as well, and, and obviously I, you've got yeah, your own I, stories. And, 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 and Rob, if you can, uh, one of the things I always like to do is have our uh, military heroes, and I consider anyone who's come out of the military a hero, especially our kids overseas in Afghanistan and Iraq who one of the things that we do is work so hard to bring these kids that are coming back, the ability to work harder, longer, and achieve better job, better company, better pay. Right. Share for us, share for us your thoughts on uh, our country today, our heroic men and women serving in the military, because many of them listen to our show and always look for inspiration from uh, heroes like yourself. Right, right. And, and, and I, I really appreciate that, and the folks listening appreciate it. You know, these are the men and women who've earned their wings for our country and who are donating and at some time, at some point, giving their wings away for our country. You look in the hospitals and, and the, the news you see on, on TV, there, there's a lot of men and women out there making a lot of sacrifices. And the reason why I'm so passionate about my book, Never Fly Solo, and about getting our country back into the core values. Exactly that, right. You know? I mean, this is, this is about being the type of country and individual that the men and women in uniform are worth fighting for, right? And we got to get back to that, and that's why I donated all my advanced profits to veterans in need. I'm continuing to donate a, my, my, part of my proceeds to veterans. Uh, the core values of accountability, integrity, and, and service before self, these are the things you and I learned in uniform, and the folks in, in uniform are learning, and this is the bottom line. You don't need to wear a flight suit or wear a uniform to serve. This is what I try to share with people. We go out there and help each other out and give our wings away and emulate the characteristics of those folks serving overseas in, in uniform. This is how we can be a great country, and I'm so thankful to those folks serving. You know, I write for military.com, great books like Job Search, The Total System, uh, a lot of things that, that can give the men and women in uniform uh, a leg up on their counterparts because they may not have business experience, but they've got leadership experience. This is what they need to, to share with the interviewers and when they go out there and put their resume together. You can teach people new tasks. You can't really change the core. And the core of what we are and inside and out as, as folks in uniform is very, very unique. And it's, very, it's a great competitive advantage out there, and they should leverage it. And Rob, one of the things that I'm sure you can relate to is um, <clears throat> so much of what is in job search at all system came from Marine Corps boot camp. Wow. I mean, it was watching our leaders <clears throat> become leaders. I mean, in 13 weeks, and ladies and gentlemen, if you've never experienced uh, uh, Marine Corps boot camp, it's just so 
inspiring, not just the Marine Corps, but the Air Force, Army, Navy, Coast Guard. I mean, they're all hugely. But, but I learned so much about <clears throat> how you can take an individual from uh, Newark, New Jersey, or San Jose, California, or rich or poor, black or white. It didn't really matter. I mean, as Rob is saying, when, when the service instills in them, and by the way, all they do is create the environment. You can't do it for anyone. Right. Create the environment, and they learn to become. Uh, they learn to trust. They learn integrity. They learn honesty, and they learn so much. And ladies and gentlemen, please do everything you possibly can to support not only our veterans but our active uh, men and women. And, and Rob, your your again thoughts on that from your perspective? Absolutely. Well, here, here's the here's what differentiates, and you know this going through boot camp, et cetera. You know the intensity. The discipline required, the commitment to the mission is so important because at the end of the day, when you're wearing your uniform and the missiles come at you and the bullets are being shot, God forbid, our lives are on the line. And it's a different mindset when you go through basic training, when you're, when you're briefed on the complexities and, and seriousness of what you do. And the folks listening, many who haven't served and many who are struggling with the missiles of life right now, trying to get a job, dealing with this tough economy, may look at it that, well, you know, how do I get in that mindset? My life isn't on the line. But here's what's important. Your lifestyle is on the line. And your life may not be immediately threatened, but over the long term, this is your future. This is your well-being. You know, you might have dinner that night if you don't do your, do your job at work, but uh, I'd much rather have filet mignon and a healthy meal than ramen noodles, right? <laughs> it, this, is, this is serious. So we need to put ourselves in that, that frame of mind as we did in basic training. The folks that are searching for jobs that are getting out there and competing in this economy must put themselves and, and, and establish the mindset of commitment, integrity, accountability, and making things happen just as they, as, uh, as they did when they were uh, in uniform serving. And when you do that, it inspires action. And uh, uh, it's really important. And I think if we can kind of create that mindset in our, in our heads before we jump out of bed every day and make things happen, it'll help us take action despite our fears. Well, and the first thing you have to do once you once you get out of bed in the morning, whether you're jumping out or dragging yourself out, is you got to look in the mirror. And mm-hmm. that that a commitment that you talk about, uh, Waldo, is so critical. I mean, what do you want to do when you look in the mirror? You want to be proud of yourself. You want to be proud of your accomplishments. You want to think about your future and what you can contribute, or do you want to think about all the mistakes you made, the failures you've had, the people that get in the way? I mean, the negativity is what debilitates our ability to achieve and to become whatever our dream might be. Right. So now so, you, so, um, when you transitioned from the military, uh, Waldo, into the civilian workforce, what was the biggest uh, challenge that you faced? I, I'm a, a pretty intense person. You're going from a fighter pilot world where there's high standards, a level of trust, that is so uh, natural because of what we do, getting out into the civilian world, adapting to the different environment where there were, were not people who had those same core values, where complacency was relatively, relatively common compared to what it was like in a squadron, where people didn't really support each other. You know, if you're in Marine boot camp or any military boot camp or in the military, you look to your left and right, there's mutual support. You know 
implicitly that the, the men, men and women to your left and right are going to have your back and, and they're going to back you up and support you and, and keep you safe. In the workplace, it, it isn't like that. And that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book. I want to create that environment of mutual support and trust, just as we do in the military, so that when we go to work and we build relationships that we're men and women of our word, that we're going to trust each other. Uh, so adapting to that was a little bit more challenging, and I had to set my expectations accordingly. Well, though, one of the things that, uh, again, you and I could talk about this for days, weeks, and months. We only have a couple minutes left, but what is absolutely critical, ladies and gentlemen, is what we are saying and the fact that you can create that environment for yourself. I mean, I speak to groups all the time, and what I'm saying to them all the time is when we talk about working harder, smarter, longer, we're talking about doing it for yourself and your family. Think about this question. What greater legacy can you possibly pass on your, to your children and their children than teaching them how to work harder, smarter, longer, and achieve better job, better pay, better life? And that's what Job Search a Total System is all about. That's what Never Fly Solo is all about. You, as a listener, can work harder, smarter, longer, and create the exact environment that Waldo and Cheryl and I are talking about. Waldo, your thoughts? Well, it does take work and sacrifice. The first chapter of my book is called Push It Up. It's about, about attitude combined with commitment and, and action. You know, attitude does not determine your altitude. You can't philosophize and motivate your, well, your way to a job. The, the, the customer, the companies are, are looking more for your, your, uh, your ability to take action. Uh, they need results, not philosophy. You have to have a track record, and it starts today. It starts in your past. Anybody that says your past doesn't affect your future uh, is, is flying by the seat of their pants. Um, when you jump out of bed, you've got you to be fired up to take action, but it does take work. It takes sacrifice, and more importantly, leveraging the relationships you have, building them up one day at a time. If you don't have any wingmen on your team that you can ask for help, then you've got a problem. You've got to start today by donating your time. If you're out of work, for example, I well, tell Walter, the we're going to take a little break here, but when we get back, we're going to get into more details about some of the techniques that uh, Waldo mentions in Never Fly a Solo. So be sure to stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a moment. Awesome. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career 
greater success, better job, better pay, better life. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Oh, my God. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it. Don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Waldo uh, Waldman. He's author of Never Fly Solo, and we've already talked about some key uh, or core values so important to success in, in any aspect of life. But we also learned that, uh, Waldo, that you're contributing um, with articles to military.com. I just want to mention a couple of resources we have uh, for our veterans that might be listening and that are, might be looking for jobs or getting into the civilian uh, market, and that is uh, on totalcareersuccess.com. You'll find a special blog, for, especially for vets, that you can register on. And then also for everyone, not just for vets, we have a brand-new uh, series of seven free videos available at BetterJobBetterLife.com. So check out those resources. And, uh, Waldo, as you've um, uh, learned from, from your own job search and also from contributing to Military.com, networking is a, a very crucial part of the job search process, what is your um, particular view of, of how to go about that effectively? Well, one of the most important wing tips I can give you or any listener that is currently looking for a job is to continue to serve while you're job searching. And what I mean by that is if there's a Habitat for Humanity in town, a, a local volunteer organization, uh, an association, uh, some groups, you, can, you know, a, a nonprofit, uh, leukemia society, whatever, 
get involved in something that, number one, you're passionate about and believe in, and volunteer your time because those members of those organizations may be sitting on a board, may look like an average Joe or Joanne, but they have tremendous impact in the community, may have a boss who is looking for a job. Demonstrate your, your uh, ability to get things done. And what a great way to take on a project, to volunteer your time, to build relationships and demonstrate and show your value and your ability to work than, than with something that you believe in and that's helping a cause. So continue to volunteer. Don't spend all your time uh, worrying about the job and, and networking the formal way. Get out, volunteer, and it'll build a, a lot of great uh, relationships that you can trans- transfer to a hopeful job opportunity. Robbie, psychologically, ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly what causes people to feel so good about themselves. I mean, yes, it's all about giving back. Uh, yes, I mean we 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 are so fortunate to live in the United States of America. It is the most wonderful country in the world, and the reason why we're as great as we are is because great people give back. And when you give back to others, you feel so good about yourself. But it's amazing how that is a networking process, and we've seen so many cases where people have run into opportunities, better job, better company, better pay, when someone looks at you as a person who gives back and you're volunteering your services, because that's what companies want. They want excellent employers who do their best to become as excellent or outstanding as they can for the company. They want individuals who come in and impact the bottom line, make and save as much as they possibly can for the company, but they truly have honesty and integrity. And it's all about giving back. Yes, you know, uh, Rob, you can also learn so many skills when you're, when you're volunteering. In right. many cases, um, some of the folks that we work with that maybe had a, a break in service, maybe especially for those that might take off time for their family or they right. have an illness to deal with or a family illness to take care of someone in the family. And if you're volunteering during that time, you're building your skills. And, of course, keeping current is another aspect of that. Yes, and they, they look for it. I'll tell you, if I was, and I've, I've been somebody who's interviewed other people when I was in uh, a VP of business development for a technology firm, and I've interviewed folks myself for my own company as administrative assistants and marketing professionals, I want to know what you're doing on the weekends and after work. You know, how do you spend your day? And if you're going in for an interview and say, sir or ma'am, you know, I just want you to know I've been, yes, I've been out of work for six months, but this is what I've been doing to sharpen my sword, to work on what I call your inner wingman, to, to, to read and attend seminars and sharpen your sword and, and network and, and, and give back to the community. That is a competitive advantage. These people want to see what type of steward you are to your community. And this, uh, this day and age where corporate social responsibility is important, I think a, a savvy HR professional will, will really look, look at that. Well, you uh, also build your confidence by doing that. When you're out there talking with people, when you're uh, contributing your time, when you're making a contribution, uh, that's what builds your confidence and enables you to get up to the next, the next level in your career. So true, and, and I love what you, you know, and Ken emphasized this as well. This inner wingman is so important. What, what are you from the inside out? And that's why in that chapter, Push It Up, it says, you know, you, when you jump out of bed, you're going to give it 110% effort, or you're going to pull it back on the throttle. You're pushing it up or pulling it back. And the key is this, to resist the temptation to ease up to pull it back, 
to give in to your complacency. And in the fighter pilot military world, complacency kills. And complacency also kills the job searcher and the person currently in business who becomes complacent. And it, it eats away at your core. It eats away at who you are, and, it, and, it, and it, it degrades your confidence. But if you do those things, you inspire others, you work, and you're finding meaning in your mission and, and maybe and, and taking action, then it does so, so much so build your confidence and ability to deal with adversity and, 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 and communicate with others. And, Rob, think about our society. Think about how uh, so many people are hurting uh, so badly, and there's so much not only we can do for them, but they can do for themselves. The, the whole point of taking this culture in your own household. I mean, how many kids are sitting watching mindless games that do absolutely nothing for them? You know, turn off the one-eyed monster, turn off the games, sit down and read job search at all system and never fly solo and build a culture of excellence within your own family. It's absolutely amazing how many families we've seen do that, and it's made all the difference in the world. Yes, and that's why I mentioned before, you know, my parents, my dad was in the Navy, and my parents talked about education. We were out there working and building confidence in our ability. You know, at the end of the day, these habit patterns you learn within your families uh, uh, are so important at being a success in, in the real world, where, where it's tough. It's tough out there. Uh, it's so critical. You know, there's also hurdles that everyone faces. It might be um, uh, some disability. It might be, as you mentioned, those who've, uh, you know, uh, lost a limb or, or had another uh, injury in service. Um, and there might be internal uh, hurdles that we face. And you had two strikes weighing you down, uh, weighing down the odds of even becoming a fighter pilot. What were those and how did you overcome them? Well, a lot of people are surprised to hear that I've, I've, I've had a constant battle with the fear of heights growing up and even today, although it's not as bad as when I was a kid, but even more uh, uh, impactful than that fear was my, my claustrophobia that I developed as a child and that, that became uh, uh, more, uh, uh, you know, uh, had much more of an impact in my life when I almost died in a scuba diving accident three years into my 11-year flying career where I had this panic attack underwater in the Caribbean, 30 feet, almost died, jumped into the jet. Now I was 30,000 feet in the air as opposed to 30 feet in the water with a mask on and this tiny, confined, uh, con- uh, very tight space. And I, I freaked out. And I realized then and there that I had this claustrophobia that I had to deal with. And rather than giving in, throwing in my wings, which I, I thought about doing many times. I'd buckle down. I, uh, I read books on, on overcoming fear. I focused on what was important in my life. And I, I refocused on what I loved. And I loved flying so much that it was greater than my fear. And, and the, Rob, the movie is, Top Gun, I'm sure, is uh, an example of exactly what you're saying. Of course, it was a movie, but uh, so many, um, and, and you might have Top Gun experience yourself, but, but the movie itself had to do with courage and inspiration and reaching down. And when Tom Cruise lost his buddy, he really questioned himself, and he came back and, and did exactly what he needed to do, and that's what it's all about. And we've all been there. We all experience loss in our lives, and it's when the relationship, when our wingmen aren't there for us anymore that you reevaluate, and you realize that we're all flying with one wing, and to really take off, we need 
another wingman there to help us fly. You know, we each have a wing. I, I really love that analogy. Um, so when you, when, what I used to do is I'd, I'd look down at my checklist when I'd have this panic attack in the, in the, in the jet. If I started to breathe heavy, and I'm telling you, it, I can go into much detail here, but suffice it to say, it wasn't fun flying seven-hour missions strapped into a jet at night. But I'd look on my checklist, and I'd look at a picture of my niece and nephew, the little kids that I, that, that I loved who needed daddy or, or, I'm sorry, needed their uncle to get back home. Uh, and I wanted to be there for them. And I also looked at a little angel on my checklist, which to me represented God and what I believe in. And regardless of what you believe in, what religion you are, I personally believe that that inspired me to realize that I had a wingman in the air helping me out as well. So finding meaning in our mission, finding something greater than our fear and focusing on that gives us the courage to fly combat missions, to jump off of uh, 50-foot diving boards to, or 50-foot cliff to save our children or somebody we love, and to get into an interview and, and be present and take a risk, uh, maybe even leave a job and do something else that you're more passionate about. Well, I think what you're pointing out, um, uh, Waldo, that so much of it is in our mind and how mm-hmm. we prepare ourselves and how we prepare our minds is so critical. Well, we're going to need to take a break right now, but when we return, Waldo's going to share more on how his experiences apply to your career success, so be sure to stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life an ordinary sunny day an ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids and they were doing nothing they were couch slouching they were rug imitating and lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly huh Hey guys, that's a personal foul. Inactive activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players don't get lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. 
kids. Listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Lieutenant Colonel Rob Waldman, author of Never Fly Solo. And we've covered some tremendous uh, recommendations on commitment, the value of commitment, the importance of having strong um, integrity and other um, uh, internal core values uh, to bring to your process, whatever, whether it's job search or your career, uh, your entire life. And another area that uh, you talk about extensively in the book, uh, Waldo, is the importance of planning. In fact, you mentioned, this really caught my eye, one hour of flight time requires four hours of planning. And in the total system, we encourage thorough preparation to the point of anticipating every eventuality in the job search process. Why is anticipating the what-ifs and planning so critical to success? Well, fighter pilots never fly by the seat of our pants. And no successful salesperson, nobody that goes into an interview is uh, successful without a, a pre-planned uh, response to all the adversities that can, that can strike at you, all the missile launches. And we understand our technology. We have a team where we ask for help and we come up and we plan together. And then we go out there and we execute. And planning and preparation leads to power. Power leads to confidence, which ultimately builds trust in our ability to get the job done. So the, the key point in my book, Never Fly Solo, is to chair fly, is to, to rehearse your missions mentally with others, practice under pressure, so that by the time you go in for that interview, you uh, can really be so much more successful, anticipate all the, uh, the missiles that can be shot at you from somebody in the interview who can be asking some questions. I love that chair flying uh, in our... Um job search program uh, on the corporate side, we, we do outplacement, and we have this red share in our seminar room, and everybody gets a chance in the red share. Well, they're doing practice interviewing, yes, and we throw all the tough questions at them in kind of a panel format, 
And there's nobody better prepared for an interview than after they've sat in that red chair. Isn't it great? And it's the hot seat, right? It and, is the uh, hot seat. And, 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 and it's important for you to practice on your own or to go through it in your mind, to look in front of the mirror. But also, like you said, get together with experienced HR professionals, your friends who can ask you questions. Have them throw some missiles at you. Well, Joe, you spent 10, 15 years in the military. You don't have a college degree. And why are you going to come work with us in sales? Uh, we just don't see there's a fit. Can you explain why you, you want this job or, you know, how are you going to respond? What are those missiles, the objections? Well, when you've anticipated those, you can perform in any, in any situation. I love your saying, um, you know, the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in battle. Yes. Like I said, uh, you know, winners work it now. We work and we sweat and we sacrifice. And, you know, I love what I love about the troops in uniform who are now out there in the job environment, they're willing to get hungry and, and, and sweat a little bit uh, because it is a battle. And you want to go out there and win. You don't want to go out there and survive. You want to well, win. Well, well, one of the things that really impresses me about your book is, <clears throat> and again, I can say this for virtually every guest we've had on, the, the parallels between what you say and what we say are just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, and, but, uh, I mean, I can go back to, you know, when I was, uh, you might remember the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was on the USS Boxer, and I watched, uh, you know, helicopter, Marine Corps helicopter pilots, you know, take us on and off. And watching these guys and the courage and the and integrity, so many people today, so many of our listeners are asking themselves, well, how about the military? Is that something that I should consider? Just quick uh your thoughts on anyone listening, uh, joining the military, any thoughts or recommendations you might have for them? I personally think that the military is an amazing uh, leadership laboratory where you're, you have the opportunity to fill in the gaps in some of the areas that may be lacking in your life if you didn't have discipline growing up, if you okay. weren't the most uh, reliable person, etc. Yeah, you may have some difficulties joining up, but the skills they teach you, the environment, the training, even even the technical skills you learn. The, the military, in particular, in my opinion, the Air Force, which has a lot, a lot, lot in technology, and in any of the services, from computer operations to technical skills to uh, leading a team, these are things that can sharpen your sword and hone your skills in so many ways that, that simply cannot be offered to a civilian uh, who's out there working at IBM or at Macy's. Um, really, really uh, a great opportunity, and, and really what you do that's more unique than any other uh, scenario that, that I could think of is you build really great relationships with other people, and you realize that your actions affect other people. And when you realize that you're not flying alone and that you're not, uh, you're, you're just, you really truly have an impact on others and that others need you, it builds relationships for life, and it's stuff that you can apply to the workforce when you go out there because people like to be reliable, and people like to work with others who are team players. And, Waldo, what is so critical uh, from our perspective, and I know from yours, is, is these kids coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan with military backgrounds, but, but teaching them to uh, how to transition into the civilian workforce, taking that excellent military background and training and 
communicating that in terms of how it will impact the bottom line of companies. That is absolutely critical today. The, the language is right, and I love your segment on the, on the resume and the jobs, total job search, the total system. I mean, it's so important. You know, the resume is, is important. It's not as important as the relationship and getting in the door and connecting, but translating that language uh, uh, to something that's uh, underst- understood by a, a typical HR or a manager or hiring professional. Uh, that's why a lot of the advice I give to these men and women getting out of the military is to seek out other former military in organizations who can help you translate that language and also possibly give you an in uh, to, a, to an interview. There's so many different... Uh, resources available. We, we're starting something here in Atlanta, a veterans network, where we're helping uh, folks that are transitioning and we're leveraging our relationships and network. <laughs> Got to get out there and Excellent. walk the flight line. Yeah, someone who's been there and, uh, you know, walked in their shoes is, is going to be willing to step out and help them. Yes. Well, you have another analogy um, that I really like, uh, Waldo, and talking about things that drag us down. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it and how can we avoid things that, that drag us down? In the book, Never Fly Solo, we talk about lift versus drag and, and discuss the aerodynamics of how an aircraft can fly, you know, 30,000 pounds. And, you know, how do we get this thing airborne? And we have things that lift us up, the, the, the thrust of the engine and aerodynamics, but also the, the drag on the aircraft, the gear, the missiles, the things that are pushing against the airflow and dragging us down. And in life, we need to be around people. Trusted partners who lift us up, who hold us accountable, who encourage us, who we can go to for help, who aren't going to yes us to death, right, and just say, yeah, it's okay, who are going to tell us what we need to hear, not what we want to hear, who are going to grab our keys from us when we've been drinking and say, you better not go out tonight and get in there and start working on your resume, or get off the TV and get to work. Or go out and get another suit. Let's go to work together. Your, your, your dress just doesn't fit in with uh, typical corporate America today. You know, we have egos, and we don't, if you're like me, no one likes to be told what they're doing isn't necessarily right, but it's what we need to hear. Those wingmen are important. And on the other side of the coin is we need to jettison the, the, the relationships and our habits that are dragging us down, that are turning us from wingmen to wing nuts, right? Mm. And, you know, who are you hanging out with on the weekend? What type of individuals are impacting you personally and professionally? Who, who's who's, who's uh, in your t- on your team? Who's in your mastermind group? What are you sharing values and ideas with? You know, I always talk to my twin brother, be careful who you hang out with on the weekend. These are the people that are impacting you personally and professionally. So jettison the wing nuts be with wingmen, watch out what, what habits and patterns are dragging you down, because those are the things, like Ken mentioned, that are going to really, really de- deflate our attitude. But if we have others on our wing that are pushing us up and getting us to stretch our, our comfort zone or outside of our comfort zone, we're really on to something great. Yeah, and also, Waldo, in addition to the people that we are around, I mean, because things do rub off on us, but also I like your concept of self-leadership and yes. tightening down those rivets. What do you mean by that? Well, even on an F-16, when you're breaking the speed of sound, even something that is, uh, uh, you know, sticking out of the jet, a rivet, a bolt that's out just an eighth of an inch can cause an extreme amount of drag. When we start having challenges and problems and dealing with adversities, we need to get down and dirty with the process of self-improvement, disciplining ourselves to 
stay on the right track, to attend the seminars, to maybe do a little self-reflecting, some meditation, uh, tighten down the rivets, work hard. You know, Jim Rohn, if you guys are familiar with Jim Rohn, he's just a, a tremendous philosopher, and he just passed away a few weeks ago. I love his quote. He says, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Mm-hmm. That's what tightening the rivets is. I got to work on me before I can give to other people and even contribute to a job. So if you uh, are flying missions and you're getting shot at and you're, you're you're not reaching new heights, put the jet in the hangar, refuel, tighten down those rivets, work on yourself, and then you'll be able to go out there and, and reengage the competition and fly fly to new heights. And it's not just about being critical of yourself, but looking for ways that you can actually advance your your goals, your your um, skills, your competencies, uh, and I like the way you emphasize uh, the spiritual, emotional, and family as well as physical. Every aspect is important to success, isn't it? It's a, it's a total balance, and we're all always going to be, you know, shifting our emphasis. And it's a, it's a, you know, my friend Dan Thurman says we have to live off balance, but on purpose, right? One of the most important concepts that we can emphasize at this point, I believe, is the fact that we need other people to give us perspective that we don't have. If we're flying solo, we might not see the big picture, but if we have good wingmen, they can increase our picture, tell us where we need to improve, and help us see what we can't see. Well, we're going to take a little break here, but we'll be back. Stay tuned. You got it. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition. And through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com, thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life and now a weather update winds out of the south southeast at nine miles an hour citizens of america this is a message from feedthepig.org do not be alarmed we are here to help you save yourself according to public records americans spent more money than they earned in 2005 this is the first negative savings rate in the u.s since the great depression america we must change our behavior We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck 
on the first and the fifteenth, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to feedthepig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Self-leadership is more important than corporate leadership. In the hustle and bustle world we live in, we need to be reminded that in all failures and successes, we are the common denominators. Each week, let Daniel Gutierrez help bring you the tools you need to manage self-leadership, resulting in self-success. Make your mark in your industry. Make sure you listen to Right Here, Right Now, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here with Rob Waldman. We're talking about never flying solo, and uh, your book is just great. Um, Waldo, I've not been able to really scratch the surface of the many great um, chapters that you have in it. Uh, one of the things I wanted to be sure we talk about is when someone, um, you know, faces failure, whether it's a job loss or something in their personal life, um, or even when it's just due to the economy, they still feel uh, sometimes like a failure. And when those times happens, and even those situations where we do make mistakes, uh, how do you recommend that we view those situations? Nobody, first of all, can ever uh, take away your, your, your feelings of disappointment or, or frustration or fear. This is who we are. We're human beings. When we deal with failure, it's normal to be upset. And number one, don't deny yourself these feelings. Get upset. Get angry. Do what you need to do. Uh, set some, some time aside to deal with those emotions and then get down and dirty and, and get busy taking action. You know, uh, we, we are overwhelmed so much right now and we have such high expectations for ourselves, especially uh, in this tough economy. Number one, when you're dealing with a failure or an issue that you feel disappointed in, get out there and share it with a wingman that you trust who knows you, who loves and respects you for who you are as a person first, not by, quote-unquote, your, your, uh, your skills and abilities. And let them lift you up. You know, our ability to ask for help and acknowledge the fact that we've messed up is so important in, in accepting who we are as people. So when I mess up, I'll share it with my twin brother, my family, my closest friends who love me. So number one, do that, and let them reaffirm to you how reaffirm to you your greatness. Because, like you said, when we do look at each other, look at them at the mirror in the morning, it's sometimes easy to look back and say, "Oh, I'm a mess up. I'm never going to get a job. I just uh, made this mistake. I'm a failure." Get get with others, and and then also know that uh, 
sometimes hidden within every seed of failure is, a, is an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. It, it really helps us open the door to another opportunity and to growth and to really focus on wh- what, what can I learn here? What is it about this situation that makes me realize I need to work on myself in another area where I may be lacking? Uh, and it may well, mean also being able to, to look yourself in the eye and say, I've got to move on and, and pursue something else. Look at a new job, uh, start a career in some place, uh, in something that's more, that I'm more passionate about, etc. Exactly, and the total system, that's uh, precisely what we say, is to look at the, uh, the layoff or the termination, whatever it might have cost it, whether it was you or the economy, as an opportunity and see how can I use this as a stepping stone into my future. And the other important uh, concept that we use is that you cannot hold a negative and a positive at the same time in your mind. Yes. It's very difficult to do. So if you're focusing on the positive, you, you won't be rehashing the, the failure. And the, and the third thing we recommend, uh, Rob, and consistent with many of the things that you say, is to put that past behind you. You have control over the present, and you have some control over the future. Put your effort there, and it will make a difference, and you can overcome those, uh, those failures. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's so important. But once again, it goes back to the core values of discipline and accountability. Don't uh, uh, sit back and, and cry yourself to sleep and sit down and, and eat bonbons and watch, watch TV as you contemplate your failure. Get to the library. Get out of that at, net, at that networking event. Uh, pick up the phone. Read the book, The Total System. Uh, continuously sharpen your sword. Otherwise, that, uh, that mindset is going is to shoot you down and you'll continue to fail. You have another important uh, concept in the book that I want to make sure we got to, Waldo, because a lot of people don't um, don't know how to evaluate when they should give up a mission. When should we consider aborting a mission? You know, I think uh, the ability to quit is one of the most important uh, attributes you can have as a leader, as, as a wingman. Many times uh, we're stuck in jobs or in, 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 in situations where we, we're afraid to quit. Uh, we're, we're pushed to say, you know, uh, winners never quit. And I think that's a, that's a killer of relationships and a killer, a killer of motivation. Jet pilots have ejection seats in their aircraft. <laughs> there are times when you need to bail out, otherwise you're going to get shot down. I remember flying back from a mission from Saudi Arabia, a training mission from Saudi Arabia to Spain, and then Spain to the U.S. Now, I flew that seven-hour mission from Saudi Arabia to Spain, which was the longest mission I'd ever flown, dealing with my claustrophobia. But between Spain and South Carolina is something called the Atlantic Ocean, right? And I couldn't bring myself to fly that mission back and to do that seven-hour sortie uh, with, with no place to land, et cetera. And it goes into detail in the book. But long story short, I decided to abort that mission. I didn't sleep the night before. I was scared to death. I didn't want to be a hindrance to my wingman in the formation. It wasn't a combat mission where I had to fly and, and save other people's lives, et cetera. It was just a mission to get the jets back home. So I aborted I quit the mission, and I dealt with my, uh, my, my, I was very upset. It blew my confidence, but at the end of the day, it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of times when you, when you quit, go out there and explore another opportunity. Absolutely. Get back to work. Well, we're, Dan, we're going we're to have to wrap up the show here, so I want to give uh, 
Waldo a chance to share with uh, where people can get a hold of your book. Well, they can go to, uh, to any Borders or Barnes & Noble bookstore. They're, they're all over the place. And if they go to neverflysolo.com, uh, that has a link to uh, to Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble, etc. To, to buy that, uh, there's tons of different places they can get it. And my my corporate website is yourwingman.com. They could also go there and learn a little bit more about the wingman philosophies as well. Uh, but uh, well, and if they, it's, it's all over a the great place. book, and I want to encourage everyone to get a hold of Never Fly Solo. And if you need a speaker. Um, Rob is a a terrific speaker as well, so uh, get a hold of him. And I want to remind everybody also to take a look at uh, www.betterjobbetterlife.com for our seven free videos. If you're in a job search, you'll enjoy those. And next week we've got another great program, so be sure to rejoin us. Uh, Waldo, thank you so much for being with us here today. Ken and Cheryl, it's been a pleasure. I I love what you guys do, and I'm I'm thankful that we had a chance to meet. Semper Fi, brother. Push it up. All right, take care. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.